This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 20th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The goal of the 2002 Sarbanes-Oxley Act was to make corporate accounting more transparent. In practice, the law's requirements have had the opposite effect. That from T.J. Rogers, president and CEO of Cypress Semiconductor. Rogers is the author of a new Cato report that argues that recent accounting burdens have rendered many financial statements inscrutable, often to the very CEOs whose jobs depend on making sense of the numbers. Uh, the FASB, the current Financial Accounting Standards Board, are seven accountants, uh, professional accountants. Uh, only one of them has been in business. And uh, they, in effect, mandate how American companies report uh, to their shareholders. And they are, in my opinion, a pretty impractical group that recently has uh, been doing some things, that by recently I mean in the last 10 years, doing some things that have been really harmful to American business. Uh, one of your chief criticisms of these uh, accounting rules uh, deals with the expensing of uh, stock options. Isn't the right to buy an option, does, shouldn't that count as an asset? Well, you, you can uh, count it one of two ways. If, if you look at uh, when our company or any tech company sells a, an option to an investor, uh, we call those things convertible debentures. They are an option uh, to get stock in the case the stock goes up to be paid back or to get your money back. It's a debt which is convertible uh, to stock. And the accounting for those, uh, when we sell options like those to our investors, is we calculate the interest uh, expense on the debt uh, with no stock issued. And then we do a second calculation for getting the interest expense and calculate the dilution effect of having to issue extra shares. In other words, the two different ways of settling a convertible debenture, and then we pick the, the worst of the two uh, earnings figures, and that's what we're required to report. So that's fair. You, you treat uh, something as if it were dilutive, more shares, or if it were debt, meaning interest expense, and pick the worst case. In the case of stock options for employees, uh, the FASB rules mandate that we count not only in expense, uh, but also uh, the dilution. So we get hit twice. They, in effect, make stock the most expensive uh, form of compensation for employees, uh, which is a disaster because it is stock in the hands of employees spreading the wealth to the rank and file in Silicon Valley. That is the motive economic force of the Valley. And FASB has been attacking it for years. Uh, they were pushed back uh, in the late 1990s. There was one of the very few political rallies I ever remember in the apolitical Silicon Valley in which I live, uh, which brought out people to get pretty angry about FASB messing with the economics of Silicon Valley. And for my own sake, you know, right now my company's big, and I've been running it for a lot of years, and, and my company and I are both financially secure, but I uh, respect and love the the things that have done been done in Silicon Valley, and it really angers me that this group of accountants, none of whom has ever been successful in any business, sits in Connecticut and edicts destructive things that harm Silicon Valley. How has the relationship between your kind of company and investors changed because of these rules? The FASB is the mechanism of the change. I think if you ask what is the change, the change is the post-Enron suspicion. Uh, there were a few companies, less than 100 out of about 20,000 American companies, less than two-tenths of one percent, that have been caught doing uh, systematically dishonest things. 
Uh, and by the way, I'd compare that failure rate two-tenths of one percent to any organization in the world. Uh, priests in the Catholic Church, presidents who've been impeached, senators that are currently serving time in jail, and I, I'd find a failure rate higher than two-tenths of one percent. <clears throat> but in post-Enron world, uh, there's been a willingness to allow cracking down, and FASB's always been uh, very happy to do that, and, and they're basically uh, curtailing the ability of companies in Silicon Valley to spread wealth to the rank-and-file employees, and it's harmful. hurts us, hurts the economy. What advice would you give to reform these uh, accounting standards? What has to happen, I think, is there has to be a complete paradigm shift. <clears throat> um, people at FASB are dug in. Uh, they are incapable of thinking about reform. And we need to move on to principles-based accounting. And people are talking about that happening in years, and I think it ought to happen more quickly. And we need to get FASB out of the driver's seat. Uh, you know, this year I'm sitting here in August, and there hasn't been an IPO from Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley was the king of IPOs. If I look at American stock exchanges, which are subject to the restrictions of FASB and, and the bureaucracy of the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, um, right now, the king of, of IPOs and initial public offerings is London. And what FASB and, and the Sarbanes-Oxley bureaucracies are doing to us is they're discovering that they don't own the world. They don't own the right to control companies. They don't own the right to control investors' money. And when their regulations get so onerous, uh, people simply go somewhere else. And right now, somewhere else is Europe. So we're driving away business, we're driving away wealth, we are killing the goose that laid the golden egg, and we're allowing a bunch of bureaucrats, uh, bureaucrat accountants in, in uh, Connecticut to do that for us. And I'm not the first to blow the whistle. The president of the New York Stock Exchange has blown the whistle. Uh, the president of the National Venture Capital Association has blown the whistle. I'm doing it uh, with a little bit more energy and force because I dislike these guys enough to be a little bit more aggressive. And I'm simply hoping that my message on top of the others will put them on the carpet and have some people asking, what are you doing and what benefit could it possibly have to harm businesses and the markets, the stock markets in the United States so much? T.J. Rogers is president and CEO of Cypress Semiconductor. His report, FASB, Making Financial Statements Mysterious, was released by the Cato Institute yesterday. You can download a copy at Cato.org.